2020, you're listening to Claire Oldham West, and this is the Slimming Stories podcast. I'm so revved up for 2020. I have every intention to lose my excess weight and keep it off. And although I'm feeling like this now, I know through past experience that it can be difficult just to keep the momentum up and running. So to allow me to keep focused and to work towards my goal, I have decided to document my journey with you on my podcast. So this is basically my not so secret slimming diary, age 44 and a quarter. All the gore, all the raw, all the bits that we don't really post on social media. I will be coming to you on this podcast and offloading all of the struggles along the way throughout my year. I hope you find this relatable. I've put some tips and advice within this episode that I think will help anybody that is struggling just to focus. So sit back, enjoy and here's my very honest, very brutally honest podcast. It's taken a lot for me to to be so honest and vulnerable but I've been interviewing my guests and they've been lovely and they've been really generous with the information that they've given so now it's my turn. So I want to be honest you know this podcast is all about being honest and being relatable so I'd kind of mirandered along for quite a while at around 12 and a half stone sometimes 11 and a half stone but I kind of thinking in my mind um if I ever get to 13 stone that will be it something will click and I will not gain another pound because to me in my mind 13 stone was over a size 16 it would have felt uncomfortable and that wasn't a way that I ever wanted to be near when I weighed in at 14 stone 5 on the 27th of December 2018 I can remember thinking right that's it that 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 is it I am getting this weight off and 2019 was a, a decent year for me to be fair I managed to be consistent with my weight loss I did lose at one point nearly a stone in weight but I didn't get a big chunk off I didn't get the weight off that I wanted to get off and to keep off on the 23rd of October, when I weighed in, I was a pound and a half away from my stone award. And I went on holiday, went on an all-inclusive, and I never really picked it up from that point. It, it never really clicked for me. And I think holidays are a fantastic thing to have, something to aim for. I think holidays are a time where you, you try your best, you pull out all the stops to get to a weight that you're going to be comfortable with. And that got me thinking, really, because, you know, I've gone and faced the scales today. So to date... My weight is 14 stone, six and a half pounds. So I'm actually pound and a half heavier than I was this time last year. And that's not great news, is it? So why am I coming on a podcast sharing this with you? I just wanted this to be a message for everybody else out there who is a yo-yo dieter like myself that struggles. And just let you know that it's okay. It is okay. And there is help for us. And there is salvation. There is a, a, a bright tunnel out there that we can look towards and for me that is slimming world but it only works if I stick to plan and if I put the energy into it and not just that allowing myself self-care because I'm a busy lady I work full-time I have lots of things going on and if I don't make time for that self-care it just doesn't happen if I trundle along in the river of my life thinking that there's going to be this time offered to me it, it just won't happen so what I wanted to do is just take a step back to think about the year ahead. And I wanted to hone down really on my goals for next year. Because what is a goal? It's a wish, isn't it? 
it's a wish for something to happen, something to change within your day-to-day routine, within your life. You, you know, you set these goals for yourself, you work towards them, you put the effort into them, and then hopefully at the end of it, you, you will have achieved your goal. If I carry on like I did last year, rushing in and out of group, often I'll get there literally before the way scales close down for the talk, then I don't think I'm going to have that great weight loss that I'm, I'm looking for. I've got 12 months now and I want next year to be different. I want to be able to weigh in in 2020 and think to myself, I have tried my best and I have got the results that I've worked for and I do need to work for them. I can't just wish or hope or write down a goal and then not think about it or not be accountable for it either. I need to make myself accountable and I need to break down that goal and see how I can make this work for me. So for others listening, if you're in the same position and if you're wanting this weight to come off, what I would suggest that you do is to break this goal down. I need to lose around four, four to five stone depending on where I want to be within my BMI. So looking at a four stone goal and breaking that down over 12 months that goal is achievable and I know I can do this and I've done it before so it's not that I'm physically unable there's not something medically wrong with me stopping me from losing that weight it is possible and I just need to break the goal down and work towards that goal monthly weekly daily reminding myself what that goal is and making myself accountable So there's loads of self-help books out there that are really fantastic that can help with this. Rachel Hollis has got a a book out called Girl Stop Apologising. And within this book, there's a 10-10-1 rule, which looks at goal setting and writing down your 10 goals for the year and then just focusing on the one of those goals. If I'm honest, there's lots of things I'd love to do next year. Absolutely. So usually my mind's kind of on overdrive constantly. And I work a full-time job as well, my day job, as well as doing creative things. So when I'm quiet, that's when the creativity comes on board and my mind just goes into overdrive. There comes a point where I have to stop and think about what do I want out of my goals for 2020? I'll be honest, I look in the mirror and I almost don't recognise my reflection. I've never had a relationship that's offered me negative comments and I'm quite lucky, I guess. So I'm 44 and my husband adores me and that's great, but I don't see what other people see. It's really not great when you're looking in the mirror thinking, where did the size 12 go? (laughs) Where did that go? Where did going shopping and loving shopping go and trying the clothes on? What what, what happened to that that girl? Because I don't know where she's gone. (laughs) She's well and truly lost. Shopping was something that I absolutely adored I totally adored shopping because I wouldn't necessarily buy lots of things but just trying the clothes on having that choice of what to wear and feeling happy with my body shape I've never ever been super skinny don't get me wrong I've never been super skinny I've got quite a big bust and that's usually the same whether I I diet or not but I've always enjoyed my curvy shape and being a size 12 or 14 really worked for me but the moment I'm a size 18 and there's no real stop sign on that. And I want 2020 to change. What I'm going to do today is sit down for an hour. I'm going to think about 2020 and what I want my goals to be. I want to get this weight off. 
I want to be consistent. I would love to go next week and lose like five pound and then the week after three pound and then have my stone award by the end of the month. What I want to do in 2020 is be consistent and to look at my triggers. So my trigger is chocolate. I'm not a drinker. I'm not teetotal, but drink doesn't do it for me. I know some people love the wine. That That's not me. I love my chocolate and I love my puddings. I know that I need to be able to work those in to my eating plan without going crazy, without them triggering me to such a point that I feel that I need to stuff my face with chocolate. So it may be that my desserts aren't going to be around chocolate. It could be something sweet. It could be something that I enjoy. But if chocolate is my trigger, why the hell would I sit down to a meal that has chocolate in it? It doesn't make sense to say you wouldn't give a bottle of vodka to an alcoholic knowing that they're triggered. I do think food is an addiction. Russell Brand has got a fantastic book about this. It is an addiction where family want to treat you, they want to buy you chocolates, they want to bake for you. They don't understand that that would really trigger me and I need to step up and have the self-control to say, that's lovely, thank you so much, but I think I'll take a piece and have it later and maybe discard it if need need be. If If that's going to trigger me, because what is it that I want? for 2020 i want to be in a position in 2020 where i can go through my wardrobe and have a clear out of the clothes that i don't want to wear so at the moment i've got size 18 clothes that i don't feel comfortable in them i don't look forward to wearing them and i've also got size 12 clothes that i would love to wear i want all those things that weight loss will bring there's other benefits i want to feel as well i want to get back into my running that i used to do in 2017 and just feel that buzz, that that excitement of working towards a goal and and achieving it. So if we look at 10 goals, what would my 10 goals be? So off the top of my head, if you're looking to do this too, I would think about the main goal. So my main goal would be to be in a size that I feel comfortable in, that I feel healthy in. I would love to be able to walk up and down the stairs without my knees creaking, because that started and you know I'm 44 I don't think I need to be having creaking knees just yet I want to be able to start my week on a positive note knowing that I'm working towards something that's achievable because the fact of the matter is that if I stick to plan the weight will come off today when I went to get weighed at my swimming class it was an open weight weight and I think she did it for about three hours my consultant and the lady that turned up at the same time as myself was the same lady that I joined with in 2016 when I was looking to lose weight for my wedding, which I did. And she's at goal. And I think she looks, gosh, I mean, I think she's probably a size 10. And she's she's done it. So I know that this plan works and I know that I can do it. And I've got the weight off before and I'm revved up. This is me being revved up. And I know I won't always feel like this. I know that there'll be times within the year that I'm going to be, my God, I've started this podcast and I'm working towards these goals but I feel like I haven't got the momentum I feel like I'm on the floor there will be those times and I will go through this with you and I will share with you to make you realize that what you're thinking what you're feeling is normal because food is an addiction and swimming world for me works it works for me it helps to motivate me by sharing recipes in their magazines that are tasty and 
making me accountable by going onto their Facebook group and seeing other people that are also struggling and having the same same issues as myself because I think you need to be in good company. So whether it's Slimming World or Weight Watchers or whether your goal is to go to your gym or go to a running group, you need to surround yourself with like-minded people. And if you're on your own at the moment and if you're thinking, well, that, that's great, but I've got no friends to go to a slimming class with, I've got no friends to go to a running group, I would suggest trying Slimming World because my class is super friendly and for all the guests that I've interviewed so far, they've all said the same, that it's almost like a second family. There's no hierarchy within my class. Everybody speaks to everyone and we all have the, the same intention and that is to lose weight and to keep it off. And it's one of the most welcoming classes that I've been to, Slimming World. I, I really do enjoy it. And as well as the, the weekly class, they also offer a Facebook page that you can interact with each other and keep yourself accountable. And I do think it's something to look into. And again, Weight Watchers, that's another thing that people looking to lose weight can have where they're going to weekly meetings. Or maybe online is something that you need to look at because you're busy with your work and maybe you've got young children, it doesn't work for you, the schedule doesn't work for you. And maybe doing that online and then going to maybe one class a week where you're around people that are looking to lose weight and to feel fit and maybe that's something that you'll want to do or even going for a run on your own starting to run do the couch to 5k there are loads of apps available that are free and loads of groups as well so if money is an issue and you can't afford the joining fees you know you've got my podcast there are free apps that you can download and free accountability groups that you can join. So if money is an issue, there are things that can offer support and you don't have to pay to join a class. This year can be the year that you see change and that you meet your goals without having to pay out for it. This is me being as honest as I can be. And I know that in Slimming World, you don't have to share your weight, but I have done. And I was thinking about it last night thinking... If I go and do a recording and explain to people that, you know, I've been doing this podcast for a while, but I'm actually heavier now than when I started last year, people are going to think, what the hell is she? <laughs> what the hell is she doing? You know, I'm, I'm trying to motivate other people like myself to be able to hit the goals with the weight and with the fitness. I'm not going to beat myself up anymore. I wanted to do this recording. And although I was nervous to do this recording, I wanted to be honest and I hope that this is insightful for other people that are looking to start the weight loss journey, maybe thinking, oh God, is it another year that I've got to rejoin and I've got to start again? But it is possible. We, we can do this. We can do it together. And I hope this has inspired you because it took a lot for me to do it, but I'm glad I've, I've done it. I'm glad I've done it. In today's class, when I went to get weighed, my consultant allowed me to start a new page. And I was thinking, well, shall I rejoin? Shall I pay again? I thought, no, Claire, I don't want... Why, why would you rejoin again? It's crazy. Because I can learn from last year and I can learn and look at the triggers. Because what is failure? Failure is just a chance to look at something that hasn't worked and to learn from it. 
you know, if I was perfect at losing weight, I wouldn't need to be going to a swimming class. I wouldn't be overweight. It would just be part of of my everyday life. I would be able to eat healthy. I wouldn't comfort eat if I didn't have a, an issue with my weight. But I do. And I'm, I'm honest about it. And I'm upfront about it. So if you found this episode helpful, you can contact me on my Instagram page on sw underscore slimming stories underscore podcast. I have an Instagram page and I will be updating all of my episodes I've recorded on there. I've also got a Facebook page called Slimming Stories. And if you send a request through, I'm happy for anybody to join that. And I will be updating that on a, a weekly basis too. Let's just think and stop. And within the busyness of Christmas and New Year and maybe starting back to work or looking after the kids or getting the kids back to school, whatever your business is, let's just stop and take time for self-care. Let this year be the year that you think about what you're actually doing. So rather than being carried away with life and just going along and grabbing at bits of self-care and bits of time for yourself let's make this year a year that we set time for ourselves and that we think about what we're actually doing let's look at this 10 10 1 rule that Rachel Hollis talks about let's look at our 10 goals for 2020 and just take one and break that down and see what plans we need to put into place to make sure that this is a year that we achieve our weight loss and fitness goals. I'm going to get off now and I'm going to get get scribbling away and look at my goals before I do any planning for any of my meals. I am going to look at my goal setting and I'll be sharing this throughout the year. So thanks for joining me today on Slimming Stories. I've, I've already got some interviews lined up in January and I can't wait to, to get those published and I've got a couple of men as well that's going to be joining us just to share their stories. And I'm so excited for next year. So, so excited. I just want to take this time just to thank everybody for downloading and listening to Slimming Stories. We started out as Mojo Share, but now we're Slimming Stories. And it's heartwarming to know that people are listening. And I've had listeners from Ireland, UK, America, Malaysia, India... Australia, Poland, all over. So God only knows when they download and the press play and listen to my Mansfield accent what they're thinking. But I'm hoping that it's inspiring you. And if you'd like to be on Slimming Stories, if you yourself have lost weight and you want to share your journey, please contact me and you can send me a DM on my Instagram account. I'll give that again. It's SW underscore Slimming Stories underscore podcast good luck with your goal setting i hope this has been helpful and i'll leave you to your day